Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Forever Dog. Broadcasting from Forever Dog Studios in downtown Hollywood, Los Angeles, California, America, it's the new New Time podcast in the style of old, old-time radio, The Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury. The sponsor of today's show is Everlane.com, online purveyor of fashionable clothing from ethical factories. And now, on with the show. The past, the present, the future. These elements make up time as we know it. But time as we know it is in peril. The timeline is under constant siege by anomalies such as lupus, 42nd Streets, and New York Minutes. Enemies of chronological order include time slugs, the cuckoo clock, and millennials. Then there are natural disasters such as happy hours, generation gaps, and temporal tantrums. Only Her Majesty's chronological patrol stands between chronal stability and utter chaos. And one man is the pride of the Royal Chrono Patrol, standing century over every century. Armed with his strict clock and his sense of duty, he makes history happen on schedule. His name is Colonel TikTok. Time upon a once there was a man who traveled forth and back through time called Colonel TikTok. TikTok. That's me. Searching every when and where for who knows what he'll find out with the help of a clever trick clock. That's me. Using every hole and portal, Colonel TikTok will transport till he has battled everybody that he needs to on the way. I once was man there time a travel day him called Colonel TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> around all this for that and with clever he's a long trick clock. Trick clock. Fluxing every Every alley from the lowest Chrono Valley to the upper inner outer other another nether way. Tick-tock Colonel all round travel time. Tick-tock trick clock him stuff helping is fine. Trick, trick stuff clock. Trick clock time stuff Colonel Tick-tock. Mmm, delicious. Truly, utterly divine. My dear, you have done it again. Toad in the hole and bacon roly-poly pudding. I normally wouldn't indulge, fear of time travel bloat, of course, but I can't help myself. Well done, Constance. Hello, Constance? Cuckoo! Oh, goodness, Nigel, you scared me. Scared you? 
dear, I've been sitting here next to you this whole time. Have you? Forgive me. I could have sworn you left to save Gutenberg from being sucked into his press by a rage-filled wormhole. Oh, yes. You're right. Been there, did that. All is well, and I made it back just in time for you to not even notice I was gone. Welcome back, darling. Lemon curd trifle. Ooh, I really am trying to watch my figure line. I can leave it out to the maid. No, no. You've convinced me. Two helpings, please. Or three. You know what? Let's do four. Here you are, darling. All right, I'm off. Mm. Off? Off where? Eleanor and Marion are having a few ladies round to play hoop and stick this evening. Hoop and stick? This is the first I've heard of it. Well, I've been going over there every Saturday for the past two months. I thought I told you. Maybe I meant to tell you and forgot. Maybe I did tell you, but you were gone. I remember. I told you, but you weren't listening. Constance, can it really be that you have a raging social calendar that I did not know about? Let Eleanor come round to pick me up. Good night, dear. And kisses. It's been a long day of centuries, and I was looking forward to laying on the settee while you tickled my back as I fell asleep. Oh, poor darling. As I recall, the last time I tickled your back, you had me stop because you didn't want to give me the wrong idea. I have an exhausting job. Scent affections can be challenging when one has been travelling... Travelling through time, yes, yes. You've told me on many occasions. Or maybe you've only told me once, but it was repeated in a time loop. One can never really tell with a husband in Chrono Patrol. <laughs> All right, dear. No need to feel sorry for yourself. Oh, truly, I do not. I feel excited for myself. I have friends. But must you? Colonel, uh, forgive the interruption. Not now, Trick Clock. Colonel, I have an incoming communique from Queen Victoria. Nighty-night, Nigel. Don't wait up. Or do. But not because you're waiting for me. But the Queen is waiting, just as she prefers not to do. Shall I... Do... Doing. Greetings, Colonel. Your Majesty. Are you all right, Colonel? Your moustache appears glossy with sweat. It seems, Your Majesty, that while I've been travelling for the Chrono Patrol, my wife discovered her... Uh, autonomy. Ah, yes, now my husband did that once. He shook it off shortly after I cut off his allowance and refused him poultry for an entire week. To the task at hand, Colonel. I am at your service as always and forever. It appears as though an old foe has quite returned. The Greenwich Meanie has infiltrated the timeline at 1795 Steventon. So close to our here and now. The Meanie has disguised himself as a romantic. He has tricked Jane Austen into falling in love with him. Colonel, if a marriage takes place and is consummated, Jane will lose all yearning and curiosity for romantic love. She will become a bored housewife and have no inspiration left to continue writing and publishing her novels. Oh, I'm not much of a romantic, but that Darcy is something special, is he not? If Jane doesn't write her books, then millions of future romantic trysts, sparks fly, opposites attract, and la-dee-da's shall never take place again. 
Ah, yes. Constance and I were not on the same page at first. To be honest, it took several attempts of dropping my pocket watch for her to pick up before she noticed me at all. Colonel, so long as the Greenwich Meanie has his hooks in Jane's heart, he cannot be evicted from her timeline. You must convince Jane of his duplicity so that she falls out of love with him and breaks off their engagement. Yes, Your Majesty. Obviously, this is what must be done, for this is the exacting nature of time travel. I shall restore order, and time itself shall be mended. Travel briskly, Colonel. Brisk, brisk. Trick clock to Austin times. Activating time hall. Me, Jane Austen, engaged to a poet... Papa certainly won't see this coming. He will be stunned. Enough to give him a potato sack, me hopes. Be not anxious, my love. While it is true that you are rather unusual, fear not. My father will see how much I love you and will give us his blessing straight away. We need to write this one up real sick. Got me some leftovers in me coven waiting for me in the poacher. Your words are so expressive and filled with emotion... I may not understand exactly what you're saying, but I feel I know what you mean by the way you say it. Forgive my interruption, madam, but I am certain you do not. Heavens! Who are you? And how... Tally-ho, Miss Austin. My name is Colonel TikTok, and this is my trusty trick clock. That's me. TikTok, me old tea kettle. And that is my arch-nemesis, the Greenwich Meanie. Meanie? For goodness sakes, this is Mr. Dulwich Greeny. He's a poet and my rather impending husband. This, madam, is a monster from the 26th century determined to disrupt the timeline for his own amusement. Watch where you're treading, you soda lime graveling dog. Careful, Colonel. His claws have come out. Stand down, my love. Let's not reward him with the energy of our efforts. I may not understand your words, Greeny, but... I feel your pain. The pain of a poet. I really yanked the school over this one's clouds, ain't I? Do you hear it, Colonel? Everything he says is poetry. Miss Austin, this is not a poet's voice. This is nothing but 26th century Cockney rhyming slang. Colonel, leave my family's home this very instant. The Greenwich Meanie has infiltrated your life so that he can trick you into a loveless marriage, one in which you will be mightily depressed and unable to find the desire to write the love stories the rest of humanity so desperately needs. Mr. Greenie, what does this man in a tight-fitting vest mean to say? I never fell anywhere except where I wanted to smell the vinegar. There is no charm equal to tenderness of heart. Oh, my. That's beautiful. You really should write that down. Miss Austin, the Greenwich Meanie is a dissimulator of truth. Colonel, how dare you? Leave now, sir. Colonel, if Jane doesn't fall out of love with the Greenwich Meanie, he cannot be removed from her timeline. Yes, Trick Clock, but she won't listen. She appears to be very foolish indeed. <gasps> I am not foolish. I think you're rude. Do you often speak such things of ladies not caring that they're standing right in front of you? Of course. Wait, what? Listen, I... I will not listen. I suppose that you walk around the world thinking you're so special with your moustache and that stupid clock. Ouch. I, however, find you extremely disagreeable, sir. But 
You're wrong. I'm very agreeable. Everyone really likes me. Isn't that right, Trick Clock? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. From the earliest moments of my acquaintance with you, your manners have impressed me with the fullest belief of your arrogance, your conceit, and your selfish disdain of the feelings of others. Should I be taking notes? So sounds important for the record. In truth, Colonel, I dislike you very much. But I'm here to save you, you impertinent, lively, intelligent young woman. Wait, Trick Clock, what's happening? I believe you're stuck in the beginning stages of what's called a will-they-or-won't-they, Colonel. Well, we shan't, despite our instant dislike, ignite a flame lit by a spark of chemistry because... Because you're married? Yes. Yes, that's why. Enough of this. I'm here to flutter and sunny boy to tootsie out of love and romance, and I ain't leaving until it's done. Get ready, Trick Clock. To execute plans, speak easy. Yes, Colonel. Excuse me, sir. Come again. I said... Now, Trick Clock... I am here to gut and destroy the heart of this tiresome spinster so that no future couple is inspired to fall in love by her stories ever again. (gasps) Colonel, do you do what I think you did? Trick Clock's translation device. Helpful when I travel to other centuries or when 26th century fellows bring their rhyming slang here. So you never truly loved me? Of course I did. Not. And you just wanted to marry me so that you could ignore me and I would become a depressed wife who regretted falling in love and wanted nothing more to do with romance forever and ever? I was this close to ridding the world at a meet-cute. So I met me wife. What if I had continued to love you even when you ignored me? What if I really, truly cared for you and the more horrible you were to me, the more I loved you anyway? For isn't general incivility truly the essence of love? Credible. She really comes up with these things in the moment. So you'd still like to marry me? Heavens no. You, sir, are a plague on hearts, the kind of which I could never marry. Open the time hole, Trick Clock. Time hole opening. And say goodbye, meanie. Fuck, Jane. You'll be alone, a spinster, for the rest of your life. You could not make me the offer of your hand in any possible way that would tempt me to accept it. Be gone from my heart, Greenwich meanie. Nurses, boil the hen. No! Well, I suppose it's just you and I now, Colonel. I suppose so. Ahem. I have to say, Miss Austin, you've given me a lot to think about today. Have I? Yes. Love... Marriage, loveless marriages, and so on and so forth. It appears as though first impressions aren't always correct, and my prejudices blinded me to seeing that, indeed, you are a decent man. It's true. Are you really married, Connell? I am. Then I don't suppose I could tempt you into allowing me to draw your portrait? Eeks. Careful, Colonel. Uh, No time, unfortunately. Oh, I thought you were a man for whom time was of no consequence. That's true. Colonel. We really should be going. Ah, before you leave, I will play some piano forte in your honour. Oh, how nice. She really is quite accomplished. Colonel, we must be going. But I haven't even yet given you a lock of my hair. Ooh, hair. Or a love poem hidden in your favourite book. Very busy, not much time for reading. Would you like a glimpse of my ankle? May I? No. I am going for a walk later, getting caught in the rain, falling, twisting said ankle. Would you be interested in riding your horse my way to pick me up and shelter me from the storm? Very much. We cannot. Not even slightly, but really good effort. Out of all your offers, that sounded the most ambitious, therefore certain to be the most rewarding. I believe I mistook your pride for flirtation, but now I understand you're just an unusual man and I shan't take it personally. 
I suppose I'll be alone forever. Yes, we hope so. Uh, what he means to say, Jane, is that you are too interesting a person to rely on others for your happiness. You are a gifted writer, and your work shall bring happiness to the world for years to come. Yes, what the clock said. Friends? Friendship is certainly the finest balm for the pangs of disappointed love. I'm telling you, write it down before you forget. Thank you, Colonel TikTok. I shall never forget you or your trick clock. Goodbye, Jane. Best wishes for a lonely, loveless life. Opening time hall. Uh, trick clock, before you go, may I interest you in a tete-a-tete as we walk about the room? Me? Really? Uh, you do understand he's a pocket watch, don't you? Is that all I am? I'm sorry, would you like to linger? I apologise, Jane, for I am but a pocket watch. A pocket watch that is an avid admirer and your words do warm me. But I recognise that were I to linger, it would place in jeopardy the words that are yet to come for you that have warmed me and others forever. And so, with heavy regret in my heart, I must yes, tell... Yes, you're right. Alone is probably best. Home, Trick Clock. Right away, Colonel. Then that's another chronological aberration thwarted by the Royal Chrono Patrol's very own Colonel TikTok. And now, a word from a sponsor. Hi, I'm Cal Plan B from Office Building. The store off Route 34, not like an office building, office building. When you want to build your office, come to Office Building. Get it? You can get it, and you will if you come down to Office Building, and by it, I mean great deals on office supply rental. Rental? That's right, you heard me, rental. You can get everything you need for an office in a rental capacity today. It's a great deal in the short term and again in the long term. In the medium term, hey, it's ups and it's downs, but so is life and so is the office supply game. We can't all be legacy types like Dan Bucatino. We can't all be giants like Dan Bucatino. God, it's so easy, that one. Easy Street must be nice this time of year, every year. Lucky son of a gun. And hey, if he's going to do ads in his ads, you better believe so is Cal Plan B going to. So get his drum rolls ready, because here we go. Cal Plan B of Office Building for Everlane. You know how getting dressed is hard? Zippers. Uh, buttons. Well, Everlane makes it simple and ethical. Quick story about an ethical dilemma I had once that... Ugh, don't get sidetracked, Cal. Long story short, suffice to say, I made the wrong choice. Hey, that's water under the bridge. Water that haunts me when I'm falling asleep. A bridge I can never really leave behind. Everlane does premium products at ethical factories. Those guys aren't haunted by anything, probably. Do you want to be sold things directly without traditional markups? Everlane's your man. You ever feel like you pay a lot for cruddy quality? At Everlane... That don't happen. Either you don't pay a lot or the quality is aces. Hey, maybe both. Upgrade your go-tos and your style and make Everlane's classics your new favorites. That's if you divide your closet into categories like that. My categories are shirts over on one side, two pair of pants on another, dresser for all the rest. Childhood dresser. Not my childhood. All this is just for now stuff. Once the business gets off the ground... It all turns around. That's a Cal Plan B promise. A 
promised Cal Plan be made to himself. Which you're worth. I mean, I'm going to do it. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I, I will do it. I will have an adult stressor. Someday. You ever wonder the journey your clothes make before you get them? You can solve that mystery by getting the American Girl doll of clothes, Everlane. All your clothes, from pretty little socks to hoy sweaters and no-nonsense shirts, come with a name and a little story, including what it costs to make and what things they like to do, like if they were to come to life when you weren't around. If your clothes book doesn't tell you which famous actor would do the voice of them, send them back or throw them out. Look, okay, I'm going to say some stuff now, and I don't want to get angry about it. I just want to say it. That's what Dan Bucatino would do. Look, Everlane only makes great crap, okay? They use top-notch materials, and if you think there's a traditional markup, you're wrong, okay? Wrong. They tell their real costs to you, so you know you're never overpaying. Everlane has a wild hair about you knowing what you're paying for and why, which I'm shrugging about, but why should they care what I think? Why should anyone start caring about old Cal Plan B? West Point didn't. That's fine. Everlane wants you to know all about the materials they use and the ethical factories they work with. Ethics. They love ethics. Can't get enough. I bet those factories got ice cream Tuesdays, and I bet Everlane wants you to know about them and how much the sprinkles cost, and that you don't gotta worry about them because they're ethical sprinkles. Now, because Everlane sells directly to you, their prices are 30 to 50% lower than traditional retailers. They love ethics, they hate tradition. I know who they voted for, you know? Everlane's clothes look better, cost less, and last longer. Which, how is that possible? Better question, how is that ethical? Ball's in your court, Everlane. Their Cotton Crew t-shirts are exactly what they should be. Simple, stylish, and made from quality materials. You know, sometimes you wear a t-shirt and everyone goes, look how stylish. Yeah. The following are some Everlane clothes I got sent that look great on the mailman who didn't so much deliver them to me, but delivered them to himself. And you think the manager at the post office cared? He laughed at me. Laughed. Talk about ethics. The postman looks positively debonair in the cashmere crew and the slim fit jean. And his drinking buddy, the manager, cuts a mean figure in my men's Japanese Oxford. Everlane's timeless essentials are just what you're looking for. If what you're looking for is no frills, just quality and a real thing for ethics. Right now, you can check out the personalized collection at everlane.com slash thrilling, which, if you're like me, you love checking out personalized collections. Remember when you were a kid and a personalized collections magazine would come in the mail? You'd be all set for a friggin' month of Sundays. <sighs> Anyways, go chase down a personalized collection and bada Zeke, bada Zork, you'll get free shipping on your first order. That's everlane.com slash thrilling. Everlane.com slash thrilling. There, I said it two times. Now it's on you, friend. And hey, if our friendship means anything to you, and you are in charge of buying up supplies for an office and are thinking of renting the supplies instead, good. You need to get on down to office building. For office building. It's right between two office buildings. You can miss it. So keep your eyes peeled, which that's a horrifying expression. Hey, did that come off as mad at all? It's time. 
time to send the little ones to dreamland and set your radio's dial to spooky. Bolt the doors, lock your windows, and steal yourself for mysterious suspense in this evening's final feature, Beyond Belief. Meet Frank and Sadie Doyle, the toast of the upper crust, headliners on the society pages. And oh yes, they see ghosts. Who cares what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Unless evil's carrying the martini tray, darling. Join the Doyles in tonight's dark episode, If These Walls Could Talk. Our story begins in a penthouse apartment of the famed Plaza Hotel, where Frank and Sadie Doyle are about to taste the unknown. Eggnog! Eggnog. Here goes. Oh my... This tastes like the punchline of a joke in which a cow has walked into a bar. I care for neither the joke nor the drink. As you suspected, the recipe was clearly incorrect. How much bourbon do you think would be sufficient to nog an egg? All of it, I imagine. If not more, I can still taste it. Take this, darling. The most astringent martini I know how to make. For emergencies only. You had it ready, didn't you? Anytime an uncertain mixer is involved, my Boy Scout training kicks in. I do so love a man in uniform. That did the trick. Shall we investigate the rest of this gift basket from the Vickers? No reason to punish the other gifts. What else have we got in here? Those small brown man cookies, their red and white walking sticks, chestnuts, which are basically poison. Speaking of which, freshen your drink? Hmm. Look, Frank, a present. Shall I undress it? Only if you wish for me to be jealous of it. I do. Oh, this is truly quite something, Frank. Exquisite. Priceless. It's us. This photo of us from the Vickers Gala, the night I drank Mr. Vickers under the table. I remember that table. It held its liquor far better than the host. That must be why I remember it so fondly. And look at this picture's handsome frame. On the back he's written, To the most winsome couple in Manhattan, Merry Christmas. Christmas! Is that still happening? Oh, Frank, we didn't get Mr. Vickers anything, and he got us us. Well, let us think of something to get him. He's got everything he could ever want, save a stronger tolerance. How about you fix us another couple of rounds to think by, and I'll hang this picture on that wall. So rugged. Aren't I? Now, where is that instrument used to hang things? A hammer? Yes, and that which is hammed? A nail? Here you are, my rugged darling. All right. Just like dispatching a small vampire, you line up the stake, in this case a nail, and... Ow! Ah! Who just screamed? You did. And who before that? I did. It was me. Your wall. These walls can talk? Just this one. Just me. The west wall. You're my favorite wall. Papered as you are with a tanned, prickled texture. Thank you. That's my skin. Or was. It is. The skin still is. It's just I that was. I suppose I kind of am. So what precisely are you? And what exactly were you? I'm this, now. But I was a man. A hundred percent human. A human man? The plaza man said it was ostrich. Nope. All me. Definitely me. I remember because it really hurt to get flayed alive. Never get flayed alive, I always say. Not if you can avoid it. Oh, please. Mr. Doyle, you could handle getting flayed any day of the week. You've been through so much. Ghosts, vampires. Hey, remember when all those genies came over? 
vaguely. Oh, you must remember. You, you were right over there, and you were all out of drinks. That seems both likely and unlikely. You found a bottle, but instead of booze... Hold it right there. I will not tolerate a flashback episode. I forbid it. Oh, we came right up to it, didn't we? Sorry. I know I shouldn't have said anything in the first place. But in my defense, I was hammered. Our most frequently used defense. And I suppose I must apologize for taking a tool to you. Sorry, old chap. My name is... was... is... Walton. Which is a coincidence, I admit. Wally the Wall. Like when guys named Taylor can really thread a needle, know what I'm saying? Not really. You mean to tell me you've been watching, listening, spying this whole time? Would you have preferred I made my presence known? I think I might have. I know I would have. Voyeurs by invitation only. Yeah, I meant to, but I guess I never found my moment. But now's as good a time as any, right? Not like you've got another oddity knocking on that door today. Right. Well, I require more drink. Frank, will you help me mix a martini by the uh, east wall? Certainly, darling. Frank, I'm not sure I like the non-consensual presence of this sentient surface. I couldn't agree more, love. What's next, a garrulous floor? No, thank you. We must find a way to move him out. Are you guys talking about me? No. No. Yeah, you are. Are you talking about exercising me from this wall? Why would you ever think that? I know you. That's what you do. As it turns out, we've decided to exorcise you from our wall. But where will I go? Come again? The spirits you exercise, do you know what happens to them? It depends on them. Walton, unless we're upset, we tend to send them where they think they should go based on their circumstances and perspective. So they could end up someplace terrible, like a, a swimming pool filled with wigs and mustard. Only if that is their rather specific fear. It is. And they believe that's what they deserve. I do. Then, yes. Do you drink? You sound like you could use a drink. <sighs> Back when I was a guy with hands, I never had friends like you. Now the Frank Doyle is asking me to dance. Drink to drink. And all I can do is stand here like some kind of... Some kind of, uh... Ah, I'm sure there's a word for it. Now don't get too down. It was a good run. You've been part of our adventures all along, Walton. We just didn't know it. Yeah. It's been fun. Are you? It's been real fun. Uh, God, it's been so much fun. Uh, please don't cry. I'm sorry. I've made it awkward now. Only now? Just now you've made it awkward? To be awkward is to be aware. Descartes. You're sure you don't want a drink? I don't have any kind of digestive tract, but if you wouldn't mind not exercising me, I won't make a peep again. It'd be like I'm not even here. As if I could forget. Perhaps Sadie has the solution. You are the wallpaper, not the wall itself. Yes, I'm more of a... Skin condition than anything else, really. Shall we peel you off the wall, then? And do what with me? Deliver you somewhere nice. Do you fancy Bermuda this time of year? They've got plenty of walls there on which to live out the rest of your bizarre consciousness. That's the thing. I'm not sure I want to be a wall anymore. Well, then what would you care to be? I'm basically leather. Instead of watching you, always watching you, I could be wrapped around you, Mrs. Doyle, holding you. No. I do not like the sound of any of that. Nor do I. Me neither. Neither what you said, nor how you said it. No. But you know who would love a one-of-a-kind coat for Christmas? Mr. Vickers, to whom we owe a gift. Wonderful. May we dispatch two birds with you, Walter? 
Frankly, I don't know if I want some strange man to wear me. Well, Vickers isn't strange. He merely traverses the globe in a boring old copper zeppelin filled with trunks and trunks of dull old money and everyday flammable gas. What's strange about that? Luxuriously on the edge. He calls himself the Thrillionaire, which is either ridiculous or admirable. Honestly, I go back and forth. I don't know. Listen, you can be a coat or remain a wall, but you can't stay here. Fine. Mr. Vickers' coat it is. Here we go. I'll just reach up and peel you at this corner, Walton. Oh, my God, that is painful! Oh, dear. Maybe all in one go, like pulling off a band-aid, but in a scenario in which it hurts only the band-aid. Just do it. Just do it. Don't talk about it. Just do it. Just, 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 just do it. Oh, geez, Mary Joseph, go fun! Well, what, what we need is a little lubrication. What is that? A gimlet for your glue. Whoa. Who said I couldn't drink? Me? Wrong. I was wrong. I apologize. Walton's peeling quite nicely now, wouldn't you say, Frank? I would describe Walton as supple. This is honestly a dream come true. Hmm. Uh, what is this on your skin, Walton? Some kind of marking? <laughs> you found my tattoo. A tattoo? Were you a sailor? No, I was a member of a secret society. I should never have joined a secret society. I just knew I'd end up a wall. I always do. You know. Frank, we've seen that tattoo before. I think I'd remember. Turn it upside down. Ooh. Oh, this is from the Triangle Club. They tried to recruit me about ten years back. Frank, isn't that when the players at an outside contractor had gifted us the ostrich wallpaper? And the wallpaper arrived after we concluded that the Triangle Club was nothing but a men's group for warlocks. Indeed. Didn't we put a stop to their entire chapter? You eradicated the isosceles cauldron? No, 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 no. We helped them eradicate themselves. Oh, you did. The club felt like a very wronged triangle, Mr. Doyle. Determined to make it a right. Are you saying they flayed you because of our actions, Walton? Oh, no, I got flayed way before that. For infidelity. And not even mine. You know Pythagorean? Warlock? Yeah, his wife is whose infidelity it was. Why would they ever save you for us? Oh, well, my punishment was to be a punishment. I... Honestly, I'm supposed to drain your souls. I'm what's called a... Um, oh, man, I can never remember. But it's bad. It's a word that means a patch of cursed skin that drains out souls. Um, God, yeah, I, I don't remember. You guys know? No. Wally... Have you been draining our souls? Please be honest. I would never. No, I mean, I was supposed to. I was gonna. But then I couldn't do it because I loved you guys right away. We are touched, Walton. But if we send you as a coat to Mr. Vickers, are you going to drain his soul? If he's not as charming as you, maybe. I suppose we can't send him to Mr. Vickers then, can we, Frank? No, Vickers is more eccentric than charming. That wouldn't do. Shall we send you to that warlock who flayed you and then tried to destroy us? Is he still kicking? Oh, Pythagorean? Yeah, let me see. What are you seeing exactly? I'm expanding my consciousness outward. All, um, whatever I'm called can do this. Mm, ah, yep. Got him. He's alive. Barely. He and his wife are in a nursing home in Queens. Would you enjoy to take his soul before it slips out of him? Oh, boy, would I? And it would be nice to see Angela again. Then we shall visit a nursing home. A nursing home in Queens. You do that for me? It's Christmas, apparently. And you're like family. 
Family we do not want to stay with us, which is just exactly who you deliver to a nursing home. In Queens. Then it seems like we've got this triangle club situation squared away. I'll roll you right up now, Walton. Oh, Frank, with Walton off to Queens, we're without a gift for the trillionaire. What do you get for the man who has everything? Oh! You have it? I believe I have. For the man who has everything, you get him the one thing he doesn't have. Nothing? Nothing. It's perfect. Just like your eyes, my love. My eyes? Have you seen your nose? You want to talk about perfection? Look in a mirror. Your nose, your ears, your lips. Your lips. What about them? Put them right here. But darling, I'd get them all over your lips. Yes, you would, wouldn't you? Yes. But they're perfect. Hey, guys. They can take it. Guys, you're on me. Guy, uh, guy, uh, hey, guys, could you move me to the east side of the room? I always kind of want to see what it's like over there. Wow. Uh, oh, God. If I could, if I could, don't want to interrupt, but, uh, guys. And so, Frank and Sadie find themselves walking tall in the face of a talking wall. Revenge is a dish best left unserved to those married mediums, lest they find out about it, get it drunk, and send it back one fold. Join the Doyles next time when they once again walk beyond belief in a horrifying Hanukkah episode titled The Lady of the Latkes, colon, Deedle-deedle-deedle-deedle-doom. That's all for today's episode of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury. The Crosstime Adventures of Colonel TikTok, Austin Translation, was written by Carla Kakowski and starred Craig Kakowski, Al Lublin, Janet Varney, Tawny Newsom, Annie Savage, and Ennis Esmer. Beyond Belief, If These Walls Could Talk, was written by Jenny Klein and starred Paul F. Tompkins and Paget Brewster, Rob Benedict, and Hal Lublin. And me, I'm Hal Lublin. Today's episode featured new musical themes and arrangements by Jordan Katz and Paulin Storm. The Thrilling Adventure Hour Treasury is a production of the Forever Dog Podcast Network, produced and engineered by Brett Boehm, Joe Celio, and Alex Ramsey. For more of the Thrilling Adventure Hour, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash thrilling adventure hour and gain exclusive access to our entire back catalog, complete libraries of classic segments, bonus content, merch discounts, and more. See you next time on the Thrilling Adventure Hour, Treasury. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? 
elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.